United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. It happened this week in Ukraine. I will never let you down. To all post-Soviet countries, I tell you, look at us. Everything is possible. We did it together, thanks to everyone. Now, there will be no pathetic speeches. I just want to say thank you. That is Vladimir Zelensky, a 41-year-old actor and comedian, winning an overwhelming victory in Ukraine's presidential election on Sunday. You could come up with all kinds of jokes about the inauguration party, which is going to have whipped cream pies and all kinds of things like that. But this is serious business, which is why we're lucky we can turn to William B. Taylor, U.S. Institute of Peace Executive Vice President, former ambassador to Ukraine, who also, by the way, is fresh off the plane from Kiev, where he had participated as an international election observer, can give us some perspective he is tweeting at USIP. Bill, welcome back. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Tim. It's great to be back. This was not unexpected, I believe, given the original. This was the runoff election. But still, the idea that this individual who has no political experience and I guess is best known to the people of Ukraine through a, a show where he is actually playing somebody who is recruited to be the president. It's a it's a comedy show. So art imitating or life imitating art, I guess, in this particular case. Take us through this. Right. So, uh, so Vladimir Zelensky, as you say, is a, a TV personality. He's been a he's a well-known uh, actor who has been in, in Ukrainian people's living rooms for years, um, and is a, is indeed loved. I mean, and trusted. Uh, these, of course, have, are are important characteristics, important attributes. Um, so, when he surprised people by announcing for president back in uh, the end of December, just since the end of December, that he's been running um it was something to to watch and as you say tim it was 74 to 74 percent to 23 percent 74 percent for the for Zelensky and 23 percent for the incumbent president president poroshenko we got 23 percent um and so so this is as you quoted there a really important message uh to the people of ukraine but the people in the region he said to the post-soviet region look at us anything is possible. Um, and the post-Soviet region is not known for its democracy. It's not known for uh, having uh, real elections. And this was a real election that the incumbent president lost. The Russians cannot believe this really happened. As I said, this means the serious business begins. Number one, he's going to have to deal with Vladimir Putin, who I'm sure still has his designs on Ukraine. And number two, he's got to deal with an economy that's pretty much in the toilet right now, right? Actually, it turns out that, uh, to President Poroshenko's credit, the economy has been gradually, slowly recovering. Um, the IMF has been a big help. Uh, so the economy is going to grow in a 2 or 3% a year. That's not bad. Uh, um, the Russian economy, under sanctions, is not doing anywhere near so well. Um, so now, your point about, the, about dealing with the RADA, with the parliament, is important. Um, the president-elect uh, has no people in the RADA, and the RADA elections, the parliamentary elections don't take place until October. So he has no chance of having his own people. So he will have to strike deals with and work with uh, the, the other, other political leaders um, for the next six months. So how's that going to happen? In other words, how does he surround himself, Bill, with the right people to be able to move forward with this government? Because one can only imagine politics is a pretty rough business. And he's going to have to have some friends who can help him 
try to work on whatever agenda it is that he wants to accomplish. Tim, you're absolutely right. The, the selection of people, advisors, ministers, um, the, the inner circle is going to be very important. Um, there have been some good indications so far. Um, he has a, a well-known and well-respected uh, economic reformer, a former minister of finance, uh, on his team, has been on his team. He's got a couple of reformers from the RADA uh, on his team. He's indicated that he's going to pull people from the anti-corruption community um, to to be on his team. There's a good indication that there are several uh, very serious military, defense, security experts who are are considering joining his team if, uh, if asked. Um, th- that's a good thing. In addition, two or three of the serious uh, 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 leaders of RADA factions, of uh, political parties that are in the parliament, have indicated they're willing to work with him. Um, so in President Poroshenko, as a, a concession speech right away, by the way, after the polls closed, conceded and, and pledged his support um, to help the, the, the president-elect. He said the president, President Poroshenko said he would be in opposition, but he would be a constructive opposition. He would try, he wants to have this president succeed. He wants to have uh, Ukraine succeed. Other other leaders of political parties, a former prime minister, um, the current uh, uh, minister of internal affairs, probably the second most powerful person in the country, have all indicated the same thing. So there's some there's some hope um, that he could surround people with good, uh, surround himself with good people, and there's some hope that some of the major political parties will support. William B. Taylor, U.S. Institute of Peace Executive Vice President, is the former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine, as we discussed the recent elections. Uh, Talk about the U.S. equation here, because President Trump, the statement from the White House indicated that he had called uh, Mr. Zelensky to offer his congratulations. What role does the U.S. play? What kind of relationship did President Trump have with President Poroshenko? And what might we expect in his relationship with the new president? So it's a great question. I heard over and over this past week while I was there the importance that Ukrainians put on the U.S. position, the U.S. support. Um, so it was a very good uh, sign that President Trump was mo- among those world leaders who called. Uh, there's one world leader uh, notable who hasn't called, and that's uh, Vladimir Putin. But President Trump has Angela Merkel, uh, Macron. Um, so the, uh, the new president, the president-elect, is getting a lot of support from the international community. And as people told me over and over, the Americans are key. So the the calls from the United States, both President Trump and Ambassador Kurt Volker, um, are really important indication that if the president-elect continues on the path that he has laid out in his campaign, that is, uh, movement towards the European Union, movement toward NATO, um, uh, anti-corruption, um, uh, uh, investment climate that is attracting people to bring their funds there. If he continues in that direction, the United States will back him, back him solidly. I know we don't have enough time to fully explore this, but I'm curious about the possibility. You mentioned it, it maybe an alliance that includes becoming a NATO member for Ukraine. Is that something even uh, possible at this point? I can only imagine some of the political challenges to that. But is that is that something that is maybe a work in progress? It's a work in progress. It's not possible today. Um, the NATO is on record of saying that Ukraine and Georgia, by the way, will become members of NATO at some point in the future. And both political, uh, both political candidates, both uh, President Poroshenko and uh, Vladimir Zelensky, 
had as part of their campaign um, entry into the EU and entry into NATO. Now, there would be referenda and, and these kind of things, but uh, the direction is clear. It's not going to be anytime soon. There's a lot of work that they have to do, the Ukrainians have to do before they're ready to join. Uh, but in answer to your question, yes, it's possible. Wow. All right. A lot of things developing. We will see how it turns out, and I'm sure we'll be able to catch up from time to time on this. William B. Taylor. Bill, thanks for being on the show. Thank you, Tim. William B. Taylor, U.S. Institute of Peace Executive Vice President, is the former U.S. Ambassador to Ukraine. He was there as an observer as the elections took place. Vladimir Zelensky is a comedian, 41 years old. He has been elected to president. As uh, Bill Taylor indicates, he's got some challenges ahead, and it's one of the stories we'll be watching. It's a key part of the world, and naturally, as it's related to Russia and the United States, a lot of consideration and a lot of eyes being placed on Ukraine and there moving forward. By the way, the Twitter handle to use it is at USIP. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.